I mean, uh, if you don't, if a person doesn't think that there there is a God to be accountable to, then then what's what's the point of of trying to uh, modify your behavior to keep it within acceptable ranges? That's how I thought anyway, because I always I always believe the uh, the lie that. Uh, evolution is truth, the theory of evolution is truth, that we all just came from uh, the slime and uh, when we when we died, you know, that was it. There was nothing. So it, the whole theory cheapens life and uh, started reading books about how that show how evolution is, is just a complete lie. There's, there's no there's no basis in science to, to uphold it. And I've come to since come to believe that uh, that the Lord Jesus Christ is the true creator of uh, the heavens and the earth. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Brett Keen. If you would like to support God TV Radio, hosted by myself and Justin Keen, you can support us by buying our music, our art, our T-shirts, as well as our books. You can also support us with a one-time donation through PayPal. All links are in the description. Every Friday at 7 p.m. Central, we do a live show. Everyone is welcome. There is always a link in the public description. You can go to the front of my YouTube channel and schedule it by clicking the reminder button. If you have access to Spotify, you can listen to my radio station in your car, on your stereo, on your computer, anything that has internet access. God bless. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Brett Keen from God TV Radio. I hope you're all having a blessed day out there. On my radio recently, I had an atheist call up and ask the question, well, first, they made a pretty long statement. They said, um, you claim that uh, Christians have objective morality, that you have objective good and evil. And if this is the case, you know, followed up by the question, then why is it that there's so many Christians, so many religious people that are in prison? And that's an interesting question. It seems almost pretty clear that if Christians are so good and they're following the right path, it should be a case, right, where there should be more atheists than there should be religious people. This is pretty much the point that he was trying to put forth, and it's a valid question, and I am more than happy to educate the atheists out there who do not understand why there is such a big difference whenever we're dealing with the prison system. We notice that a lot of atheists out there like to state that a lot of them used to be former Christians, that they used to believe in God, and then for whatever reason they lost their faith. Some of them claim they lost their faith because of science, even though there's nothing in science that refutes or denies the existence of God. There's some atheists that claim that they've had loss and tragedy. That was one of the reasons why I had become an atheist a long time ago. I had simply became hopeless and nihilistic. And therefore, I lost hope in the idea that my life had any meaning or purpose in it. Therefore, there could not be any kind of God. Then there are atheists out there who watch podcasts uh, or people watch podcasts of non-believers who are smoking dope, drinking alcohol and talking all kinds of trash. And they want to be a part of a community. And they never seem to fit in with 
<clears throat> their churches or with their family members. Um, and there's been a lot of atheists known to get on video and um, talk about how terrible and horrible their parents were because their parents tried to set rules for them on how to actually live and behave and be acceptable in society. And the atheists refused to do that. And then eventually that family would go through a separation. So the question is, obviously, why? I don't know if many of you know this. Uh, the ones who have followed me for years, you know that I've documented serial killers and rapists, murderers, child molesters. I've done videos about NAMBLA, an organization ran and founded by atheists that think it's acceptable to have sexual interaction with children. I also put a, up a clip recently that I've put up in the past where Jeffrey Dahmer, while he was in prison, um, made it quite clear that he had once been an atheist who believed in evolution, believed that human life had no more value than that of slime, and he didn't see any point in uh, trying to modify the parameters of what was acceptable and what wasn't in society. And of course, according to him, this led him to not uh, quantify the value of life of the victims that he murdered, had sex with while they were dead, uh, took a drill to their head. Another extremely fam famous, notorious atheist was Al Capone. Al Capone was considered a very intelligent mafia type of guy. Um, hell, they've made literally thousands of movies about this guy. And he was an atheist, but then whenever he got to prison, he ended up converting over to Christianity. Um, the news and the reporters and the media made sure that they plastered that all over the world. Al Capone finds religion. Al Capone is a servant of Jesus Christ, even though his entire life he was an atheist, doing the wrongs and crimes that he was committing, killing people, destroying things, um, causing massive amount of issues, sending people not only to their death, but also sending people to kill other people. So then there's Jeffrey Dahmer we were talking about earlier. He was an atheist all the way up into prison. Two weeks before he was beaten to death with a mop handle, he uh, ended up converting over to Christianity. And why was that? Because his father was a deeply well-thought-out Christian who'd never killed a man in his life, never killed anybody, never committed violence against anybody, believed in the Bible, went to church, and whenever his son was finally incarcerated, and it was proven without a doubt Jeffrey Dahmer did the terrible things he did, his father, a Christian, um, being that he was the biological father of Jeffrey Dahmer, he still had this compassion and love for his son, even though his son had done awful, terrible things. Even though his son had not believed in God, this Christian man felt the need to visit his son all the time, talk to him about Jesus Christ, talk to him about the light of God. Even though Jeffrey Dahmer would never get out of prison, and would sooner or later eventually meet the death penalty. His father loved him and cared about him and felt that his son needed the truth of Jesus Christ. His father, to this day, <clears throat> I don't know if he's passed away, but from the documentaries and information, never stopped trying to get his son right with Jesus or save him. Besides these specific cases, 
Um, according to stats, a majority of serial killers, rapists, and murderers usually tend to be uh, non-believers, people who do not have faith in God. A person who actually does believe in God has this tendency to believe that if they commit a crime, they won't get away with it because they believe that there's an omnipresent God who's watching them and listening and uh, paying attention, and that God will... Uh, basically snitch on them, get them in trouble with the cops, get them in trouble, they'll eventually end up in prison. So a lot of Christians fear the idea of going. But a lot of atheists don't. Give you another example, Israel Keys. A couple of years ago, this atheist, he also, uh, I believe he was actually on YouTube for a little bit. He ended up uh, going out to gas stations and he would kidnap women and rape them and cut them up into little pieces and all that in order to try to get rid of their body parts. Whenever he was arrested and he was brought into the interrogation room, uh, sadly, uh, after they interrogated him, he made it very clear that he hated God, he hated uh, everybody. And they put him in a cell and he somehow managed to, uh, I believe he hung himself. He killed himself before he even got to go to trial. And there's a lot of cases where non-believers are arrested and uh, they make it clear that they're godless and then they end up killing themselves so they don't have to be accountable uh, in front of mankind and judge um, or, um, you know, end up in the prison population. But besides that, the major reason why it is that we see this, that the atheists would take the time whenever they're making these gotcha questions or challenging Christians on this, if and the Christians who are asked this and then find yourself dumbfounded or silent because you don't know what to say, may I recommend to not only the atheists or the Christians out there who do not have the answer to this, to just simply do a Google search called Jailhouse Redemption or Christian Conversions in Prison. What's going on here is, I don't know if many of you know this, but a great man by the name of Kent Hovind, who is on YouTube as we speak, um, he used to, before he himself ended up getting incarcerated and even after, sent Bibles to prisons. He also uh, witnessed to criminals and bad people, and there's hundreds of thousands of people like Kent Hovind who uh, are Christians who believe in God as well as family members of the criminals that are in prison who are Christian, who tend to go to visits and try to convert their family members and friends who just happen to be godless heathens that found themselves in the system. The prisons themselves offer church service. They offer the ability for prisoners to go into rooms and actually be able to hang out with each other and read the gospel and read the Bible. Now, According to this site, which says that there's been tons and tons of atheists who have converted over to Christianity in prison, it says, in prison, many inmates turn to religion for a novel worldview fostering belonging, identity, and management of life. Religious conversions may reinforce antisocial, radical identity, or it may encourage pro-social conformity. So... And of course, there's not just um, Christianity. Islam is really big in prisons as well. It is uh, considered the second biggest religion in the world, and it is also uh, considered very important to teach. 
Now, Islam is one of the Abrahamic faiths. Islam teaches that Jesus Christ was real. It teaches that God is real. And it also has quite a bit of the prophets of the Bible in the Quran. So people, whether they're reading the Bible or they're reading the Quran, whether you believe the Quran to be true or the Islamic religion, the Muslims believe a majority of the material and content that is in the Bible. And they have nothing but admiration and respect for Jesus Christ. They're just confused on the concept of the Trinity and how the crucifixion or the death of Christ actually worked out. And that's fine. That's fine. According to stats, there's tons and tons of Muslims who are turning over and converting to Christianity every single day. And of course, there's some people who are going over to Islam. Either way, I don't really have an issue with this. As long as you believe in God and you're open-minded that there's a higher power and see the rationality and logic in it, I don't see um, an actual issue. I know some of you Christians out there, you think, well, if you don't do it this way or this certain way, then God's going to you know, not be able to forgive you or something. I'm not sure about that, ladies and gentlemen. It seems to me that Jesus Christ enjoyed hanging out with uh, non-believers and people who were skeptics and people who had doubts and uh, people who were just trying to figure out the right direction to go. Jesus didn't seem to ever tell his disciples, oh, if this person doesn't uh, believe properly, then they can't follow me kind of thing. So that's more of a kind of one of them snooty Christians come up with that idea. I personally think that God... God's mind and superiority kind of taps out any Christian's nonsense that they put forth on that, but that's just me. I think that God is bigger than anything that uh, Christians can imagine up. So there's your answer right there. If you get a huge, massive amount of atheists in prison and then they realize that they no longer have any freedom... Um, there's a couple different reasons why they would convert. They would convert because they actually believe in God and they accept Jesus Christ as their personal Savior, or they see it as the opportunity to get away from the other prisoners who may want to beat the hell out of them or do horrible things. They might see it as a time where they get to relax and be a part of a, a community of believers who won't harm them and hurt them. There are some people, whenever they're in prison, they seek out gangs, Some people will seek out the Aryans. Some people will seek out um, people of color or gangs that uh, maybe Bloods or Crips or something like that to go. Well, some people don't want to be involved in that, and they would rather uh, be a part of something like Christianity. There's not very many um, atheists who go to prisons who try to help anybody. Once you're screwed or you get hurt in life, There's not very many atheist organizations that reach out to actually help atheists whenever they find themselves in trouble. So it's always the Christians who seem to be the ones who are more than willing to go out and do these things. I mean, uh, think about it. Wouldn't it be silly if there was an atheist in prison and uh, the atheist is uh, starting to get towards Christianity, and they got like an atheist brother or sister who comes up to the prison. Oh, no, you shouldn't believe in God. You shouldn't be a part of some kind of community. You should join the blood or the crypts or the hell's angels bikers or something. No. 
So the point is, ladies and gentlemen, is that uh, there's just massive amounts of evidence of people uh, living their entire life as atheists or in their teenage years and up were atheists, got into prison, and then they ended up finding Jesus. And it makes sense, doesn't it, ladies and gentlemen? An atheist now is uh, caged like an animal, and they have nothing else that they're able to do with their life anymore. All opportunities have been stripped from them. Um, All they can do all day is simply read and look at magazines and books, and sooner or later we are social animals, so we're going to attempt to find groups that we can work with and talk with And atheists know that Christians strive to do good and that Christians believe that whenever you believe in God, you become a new creature and reformed. So it would make sense for them to come in the, come in massive loads to get converted. It also helps with the parole board for the atheist who's smart and intelligent. There are a lot of atheists out there that are cute and clever and cunning. They may figure, ah, the system in the country is founded on Christianity, so if I stand in front of a judge or a parole board, I just simply claim to believe in God and Christianity, and maybe that'll give me an opportunity to cut off some years of me going remaining in this place. There has been countless criminals been known to lie about their belief or their position and faith in order to be able to get a year's cut off of that. So I think that the point is, ladies and gentlemen, that reason goes to stand that this is what's going to basically unfold whenever you're dealing with the prison system. Jesus Christ was known as a tabernacle. He brought the church with him. He brought the the body with him. He didn't remain in a building all day. He went out seeking and uh, spreading the gospel and commanded us to do so. So it doesn't matter to us if it's a slaughterhouse or a church or, or even if it's a damn atheist conference. If we are called to do that, then we're going to go convert the damn hell lot of you. That's what we do. We are out there to sow seeds, ladies and gentlemen, when we've had massive success at what we do, even in the prison system. So that's why. Let's see, is there anything else I could probably answer on this? Oh, yeah. Speaking of intelligent, cunning atheists, has it ever crossed any of you non-believers' mind that There's a lot of criminals out there that are still out on the street who just so happen to be atheists, who run corporations, media, organizations that rip people off and hurt people all the time. They're just so intelligent and so clever, they just haven't been caught yet. I mean, if, you know, there's, uh, I've seen countless years where atheists have committed crimes in social media, and somehow, some way, for years, they managed to get out of it, so... Well, there's that, because we're not, we're not literally going to sit here and argue that criminals only exist in prison, right? Obviously, the criminals on the outside have to do something, and if we just simply look up historically of who's killed the most people and done the most crimes, one atheist alone by the name of Joseph Stalin, a dictator, killed more people in his dictatorship than all of the religions combined. I'm talking about Islam, Christianity, and Judaism, and paganism 
killed more than all religions combined. So yeah, maybe some of these atheists are slick. You know, they just haven't been incarcerated or haven't been caught. There are some atheists out there that are so rich as criminals and so wealthy that they can actually pay off cops, pay off the system to be able to get out of the things they do. We see it happen all the time, ladies and gentlemen. We see uh, what happens when you get godless people in politics, too. A lot of people start getting dead. Well, that's uh, my answer. This will be on the radio, obviously. I hope you all have a wonderful day. God bless. We hope that you've been enjoying God TV Radio hosted by Brett Keen. When you get an opportunity, check out our public radio station. Check out our books, music, and art. You can also buy t-shirts if you would like to support us. If you don't want a t-shirt, you don't want books, you don't want music, well, you could always do a one-time donation through PayPal. Any support is appreciated. God bless.